Hi, friends. I'm Mandy. And I'm Missy. And we're the Wayward Homesteaders. In this podcast, we will talk about homesteading and homeschooling. We will cover topics like food preservation, gardening, unschooling, and all the things we enjoy doing with our families. Grow with us as we talk about creating a homestead full of poop, plants, permaculture, and everything in between. Hi, friends. This is Mandy from Chapel Hill Forge. And this is Missy from Homesteading Roots. So today we are going to talk about a topic that maybe doesn't directly seem related to homesteading, but we promise that we'll loop it around and it totally does. Um, So Missy and I have lots in common, um, but one of the things that sort of drew us together really from the beginning of our relationship um, was that we both had suffered concussions. Missy's more severe than mine, but both had suffered concussions nonetheless. Um, So today we're going to talk about how we got those concussions, um, what kind of happened in the days and months and years following, um, and why homesteading has helped us cope with the side effects of concussions. Um, So Missy, why don't you go ahead? Your story is a little bit more in-depth and crazy than mine. So why don't you talk about how you got the concussion, what it was like, you know, being treated and how were you treated by doctors, you know, that whole kind of story. Okay. Um, I, my husband and I were firefighters 2016. We responded to a house fire in Marietta and, um, Jeremy was sent inside, you know, to battle the fire. I was standing out with the like rescue rescue crew. And I was told to stand in that staging position there. And if anyone needed a tool, then I could go to our engine and get the tool and come back. Well, we were standing there talking and somebody on our engine kept setting off their emergency button. And I guess when it like triggers to County County can tell what radio it was and we knew who had that radio. So at the time my chief came up and said, I need you to come with me. We need to go find Dion. And he keeps setting off his alert. We need to see, make sure he's okay, whatever. So as soon as that happened, I, We turned, I stepped up onto the sidewalk and started walking beside him. And the last thing I remember is hearing someone yell, look out. And then I remember being in the ER for a little bit. And then I have like little bits of memory, like three or four days after. What had happened is there was a uh, PPNL guy at the top of the power pole and he had went to Un, like unloop his bag his tool bag or whatever from his side and he dropped it and it came down and hit me like in the front part of my head my forehead area and it knocked me out so I was life lighted from there to Hershey um, did the CT scan the MRI all of that I didn't have any brain bleeds um, I had massive headache um, just you know I, I didn't even know at the time that I had had a traumatic brain injury but you know they Jeremy had to ride with a friend from the fire scene to meet the helicopter at Hershey and the whole time there he was thinking you know I don't I don't know what what happened exactly I don't know what I'm going to be walking into you know so he was being filled in as he was on his way there and when he got there they turned to him and said okay she's ready to go home and Jeremy was like what are you talking about like she was unconscious. You just like life flighted her here. And now she's just ready to go home. And through this process, I have learned that there's not a lot of doctors out there that are educated in traumatic brain injuries or concussions. Um, 
it took us a while to find a specialist. I started seeing my family doctor because I was having such bad migraines. I was dizzy. I, I, it was to the point where I would forget to chew my food and I would be eating and I would just swallow my food. And then in a little bit, I'd throw up and it would be like whole pieces of food. And Jeremy's like, you're not even chewing. Like what is happening? And um, so like I went to my family doctor and I treated with him for a little bit and he didn't really know where to send me. Um, until eventually he had found this vision therapist in Strasbourg and he said, I'm going to send you there and see if he can help you at all. He deals with like brain injuries and concussions and stuff. And what I was left with was it's called exotropia and it's a condition where like one or both of your eyes like turn outwards from your nose. So that's what I had at first. And they started to treat me with special glasses. I'd wear like tape down the middle so that my <laughs> eyes would, you know, have to like look around the tape. So they would try to work together. Um, and then I also had horizontal nystagmus. And that's a condition where one of your eyes like rapidly moves either like horizontally or um, laterally. You know, it doesn't really matter. Some, some people, they go in circles. And this was all at the time we didn't know from the um, brain injury. So as we got to Dr. Lauvern, he was, you know, talking to us about what all I was experiencing. He's like, this is all definitely from your brain injury. And, you know, we'll work with you and see what we can regain. And we spent from 2016 until 2020 going to the therapist three times a week. Um, Jeremy ended up having to quit his job so that he could take care of me. It was a way longer process than anyone thought it was going to be. Um, I couldn't drive for three years. I had, you know, these special glasses and I wear glasses now because of the injury, um, migraines, and I still get them like in the, in the, um, when the pressure changes, when it's going to rain or storm, I get migraines and sometimes they last for like three days. Um, I've had issues with like a lot of times you'll hear as I'm trying to talk, like I know what I want to say, but I can't get the words out. So I like stumble around and, you know, I've had issues with that. I've had issues like social issues, um, going out into public and, you know, trying, to, you'll often hear me talk about how I don't, I'm not really a people person. I love people, but I have like anxiety when I like get around people or I'm in a group and all of this comes back to the brain injury. Um, one, he said, you know, the doctor said that there's, there's a name for it and I can't remember right now, but it's, you have a problem with remembering to remember. So like you have an issue with remembering to do things in the future, not things in the past, but like you have an issue like, okay, sorry, I forgot to send you that email or I fr forgot to call you when I told you I was going to, or I forgot to go to an appointment. That's the forgetfulness I deal with. Um, so you know, spent four years doing therapy, um, very exhausting. I had like, they would stimulate my brain. I'd have to go in and do like different eye exercises. I had exercises and charts I had to do at home. And it finally got to the point where that doctor was like, there's nothing more I can do for you. Like, this is what you're going to have the rest of your life. You know, here's how you can deal with it. And, you know, so basically I carry that with me at all times. Um, and I guess the way it's kind of helped us homestead is homesteading was always a big dream for Jeremy and, my, and mine, but we never felt that like we could ever get to that point. 
well, this injury kind of let us see that, yes, you can. Like, Jeremy can quit his job. Jeremy can be home with you, and you guys, you know, can make it work with income-wise and raise the kids and, you know, do different things. It made us look outside the box, too, of ways to make money and, you know, survive. So I also was using a lot of the stuff that I make, um, our homeopathic stuff I was using like our peppermint oil I use that all the time when I have migraines I put it in my um, diffuser or I'll rub it on the back of my spine or my temples Um, we also make a headache soothing salve and that's been amazing for me Um, but yeah I guess it kind of opened our eyes to see that you know you can do this and you know you'll make it work so two things to touch on um Talk about how it, you know, you were on anxiety meds prior to that. So talk about how like it exacerbated it. Okay. Yeah. So I, after I had my first daughter, Madison, um, I had experienced a traumatic birth with her and it caused me to have panic and anxiety attacks. So I've been on medication since she was born, which is 19 years. Um, So this definitely like made that 10 times worse. Um, I had, I would have issues just really going into public loud noises, or I always felt like something was going to hit me in the head. Um, like if I'm playing with the kids or something, I was constantly like, watch my head, watch my head. Um, you know, just social anxiety. I, I just, I don't know. I have, and I still do to this day have issues with it. And I don't like being in big crowds. I hate being the center of attention, um yeah yeah um and then as far as the homesteading part goes you know I feel like you guys you just bought the still uh you know what a month ago or so so to take a step further soon I mean once you can either have access to things like mint or grow it yourself um planning to distill your own essential oils right exactly um a lot of times our goal right now with the still is to do hydrosols a lot of times essential oils are too powerful for me because you know I'm sensitive to smells and I really have to dilute them or if I put them in the diffuser and let it go like I end up getting sick because it's too strong so the hydrosol is a byproduct of essential oils but it's not as strong so it's not there's not as many oils in the water part of it so that's what we're doing um, with still we're making hydrosols like we made a lemon and lime one we have a cucumber watermelon and today actually we just set up um to do an apple cinnamon oh oh yeah and they can be used as like fabric sprays um like the cucumber watermelon can be sprayed on your face and it like is a refreshing or like you know if you look up i didn't even know that watermelon had benefits for your skin but there is like a hundred vitamins in watermelon but we can talk about that another time but yeah so that's that's what our plan is with the still is to be able to make products like that, that aren't so strong so that people who have sensitivities can still enjoy them. Yeah. Well, and as you know, obviously that leads right into my story. Yeah. So, um, okay. My, how I got my concussion was much less traumatic than Missy's, but, um, I was leaving for work when we lived, um, at the house prior to this one. And there was a real sketch, well, two really sketchy intersections. Um, you know, so we used to live in Manheim Township. If you live in Lancaster County, you're familiar. It is so overcrowded. There's so much traffic. Missy used to work in Manheim Township, so she totally knows where I'm at with this. Yeah. Um, 
So I was pulling out at this intersection and this lady like pops over the hill. And it was one of those intersections where like you just gun it and pray. Um, And so she pops up over this hill and I'm in a little Chevy Cobalt. It's all plastic, you know, um, basically on a little roller skate. And um, this lady is in this like 1980s huge like Lincoln something, whatever. It was this massive. I mean, I had no chance. This massive metal car, she's coming at me. And it was foggy. She was speeding. So she T-bones me. Bud's in the back seat. He's like four at the time. Um, his pretzels go everywhere and bless his little heart. All he could once we came to a stop, he goes, My pretzels. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, well, I'm glad that, you know, that's a concern. So I slammed my head off of the driver's side uh, window, which is how I got my concussion. So, of course, you know, the ambulance shows up and like I wasn't unconscious at any time. Like I remember the whole thing. Um, they said, do you want to go to the hospital? And, you know, how sad is this? I didn't have insurance at the time. So I'm like, well, if now I'll pass on that. Um, you know, not knowing how any of this was going to shake down and what might be paid for and how sad in that situation that that's what I had to be worrying about. Um, so. Um, we did like later that day, just go see the doctor just to make sure I didn't get a scan or anything. They didn't have, I don't think I did. I didn't have any bleeds or anything. Um, but so this doctor was like, well, you just have a mild concussion. You'll be fine in like three days. And I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't know anything about concussions at the time. So I just believed him. I thought it was fine. Um, so I was like trying to get, I think I took like a week off of work just cause you know, when you're in a car accident, you have like um, you know, whiplash and you're just all, you're just sore. So I went back to work like a week later and the headaches were like intense. So I was working for, um, it was like a sign company and it was an online retailer. So I was sitting at a desk the whole time, not very active, you know, whatever. And you know, when you're in front of a screen all day, it's, it's not, it's not good for you just in general, but definitely not when you just had a concussion a week prior. And so I'm like, you know, I'm talking to Zad and I'm like, babe, like, am I being dramatic? And Missy knows this all too well when you have a head injury or, you know, emotional things, mental things, whatever. If people can't see it, they think you're fine. I mean, that's just like their natural, um, I guess, reaction to have a visibly broken leg. So uh, you're fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Um, you know, this like went on for like months and months and months. And I would, so if I would sleep on my left side, I was driving obviously. So I hit my head on the left side. If I would sleep on the left side, I would have a headache in a second. Um, if I would smell like a candle or somebody used like a bath and body works kind of soap or whatever, and they like just showered and I could smell it headache instantly every single time. Um, and that went on for, so this was 2014, this car accident, um, that went on for years and years. And I would say up until like 2019, probably, I think when I got pregnant with Jameson, I was probably just too distracted by my awful pregnancy with him to even notice. But, um, we started regularly going to the chiropractor and that really did make a big difference. And now like we go to the chiropractor every week not just because of the concussion, but just because we're busy. We live on a rocky, hilly homestead and we just, we need to go every week. Zad's, you know, crewing hot air balloons and it's just necessary. Um, So going to the chiropractor really did help, but that went on for years that I was dealing with these stupid headaches. And, um, you know, I'd walk into people's houses and they'd have like those glade things, glade, glad, no, glad's a plastic bag, glade. They'd have those glade things for breeze or whatever junk like in 
you know, those things that put out every like hour. Oh my gosh. I like, I, it would make me nauseous. Like I would get to the point that I would get nauseous so bad. And like Missy said, a lot of that kind of stuff caused me to not want to go to other people's houses, not want to go to public places because is there going to be an overwhelming smell? And then people be like, Oh, you're just being dramatic or, you know, garbage like that. So that's probably part of the reason that I don't want to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Slash, I think COVID just made me a hermit and I just kind of enjoy that life. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm with, I'm with Missy. I like people. I just, there's just too many anxieties around it that cause me to not want to go do these things. So the reason that, so at our old house, I wouldn't say we were homesteading beyond canning. Like we bought some produce from like a local farmer. We did a good bit of canning at that house. Um, obviously we didn't have a freeze dryer, um, no dehydrator, we weren't really gardening. I think I like tried to throw some beans in the ground, but I didn't know what I was doing. So that turned into nothing. Um, other, so other than canning, we weren't really doing anything. Um, so when we moved to this house, you know, that was in 2016, two years after the car accident, I'm still struggling with this stuff. Um, we started doing more things here. Like eventually we started a garden. Um, we got chickens, etc. cetera. Um, and then not really, Health-wise, not really um, did I notice a huge difference until Zad's heart attack, which is so sad. And we've talked about it on the podcast before that his heart attack really caused us all to realize how crappy we were eating and how much we were not moving our bodies. And I'm at the point now where, like, my body craves movement. Like, I have talked before, like, on Instagram and in my YouTube videos about how, like, you know, I'm hitting my rings every single day. I want to hit all three rings, stand, move, and exercise every single day. Um, and if I don't like, I physically just don't feel that great. I want to move and I have really not had, I I couldn't tell you the last time I took any kind of ibuprofen or anything. Um, I did have like an ear infection a couple months ago where I did take some ibuprofen because of that. Um, but other than that, like I must never take ibuprofen very rarely. Like usually when I'm pregnant, I'll get a headache or two. Um, But it's just compared to what I was dealing with before, it's just so much less. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I'm so immersed in our homestead now that, you know, I am always like up and taking care of animals, taking care of the pool, taking care of children, doing food preservation in the kitchen. Um, And, you know, since we got the goat, I've been making goat milk soap. And one of my huge goals when we started, I started making goat milk soap was I was not using anything synthetic. I didn't want like scenting oils and like all this stuff that caused me, why would I make that stuff when it gives me a headache? So one of my big goals when we started making soap was that I was going to dry all my own fruits, all my own herbs, only use essential oils. Um, you know, we're using coconut oil, olive oil. I render down my own tallow. I milk the goat in my backyard. I grow as much of the, uh, scenting things as I can, which is mostly herbs. Obviously I don't have like a lemon and orange tree here in Pennsylvania. Um, you know, but I get a lot of that stuff from local places or stores, or, you know, if I can find a farmer that has that kind of thing, um, and, and dry that stuff myself. And I always tell people, you know, I don't want your expectation to be Bath and Body Works because that's not what you're going to get. Like you're going to get a mildly scented, natural, nourishing soap. And like Missy said, we could do a whole podcast on the benefits of things that you don't realize have any benefits <clears throat> like avocado peels and 
lemon peels and you know all these things like I have dry jars of dried peels of all kinds in my soapbox because they all have so many benefits it's just amazing how many benefits they have and even for like exfoliants you know so I'm like grinding down peach pits and the the avocado peels are you know they're kind of rough so they're a great exfoliant even once you grind them down they're still kind of rough um so I'm just trying to really loop my homestead um, life into just making sure that we just stay healthy and that I am not fighting these headaches every day. And I don't wake up every day like, Oh, I need to take some ibuprofen now. Cause I have a headache. Um, so it is kind of amazing. Really. It's funny how God brought Missy and I together. Like I met you really right after your accident. Yeah. I'm thinking like, or very, maybe it was right before we weren't super close when you had your accident, but it was very close to when your accident happened. Um, and you know, mine was only two years old at that point, which seems like, you know, according to that doctor, I should have been over it in three days. Um, but yeah, it's just amazing. And now how her and I have both come full circle and we still have some lingering effects, but we've kind of learned how to overcome them and deal with them and make our lives, you know, make the things that we're doing work for us instead of us being slaves to our, you know, brain injuries. Um, so yeah, I know that was kind of a quick podcast, only 20 minutes. We're normally up around the 45 or 50 minute mark. And I knew this would be a quick one, but I thought it was just a really interesting topic. I know we're not the only people out there that have struggled with things like this. Yeah. You know, I had posted on Facebook a couple years ago, you know, when I was still really struggling with the headaches that, um, I had had the concussion and it wasn't something I had talked about a ton, not for any reason. I just didn't really bring it up. Um, and so many people had commented, you know, like my son just got a concussion from football or I fell off my bike as a teenager and you know, whatever. Like, so a lot of people are dealing with this and still having lingering headaches and, you know, just popping ibuprofen. And then unfortunately, Missy and I just had this conversation the other day, you know, when you're sick, you're given ginger ale it's you know and like this is not like a shot at our parents or anything like that but you know sugar feeds disease and when we have disease we're taking sugar and it's it's just so it's backwards and it's just not we need to be moving in a different direction and I have noticed since we've cut our sugar consumption you know we've not just lost weight like obviously that's been an amazing side effect um but we just feel better and there's more clarity and all these kinds of things. And it's just amazing to me how homesteading and growing your food and knowing where it comes from and all these things, it just all ties together. Um, so any other thoughts, Missy, anything else you want to talk about, about your injury? Um, I don't think so. I guess one of the other things I deal with too is like bright light. So I, um, when we're driving and that kind of stuff, I have to have darker sunglasses than, than normal or like if we're at home and I feel a headache coming on I just close the blinds and you know I've learned my triggers um yeah which did take a while and I've I failed to mention too that I had gone through so many doctors and specialists we've drove to Philly countless times to see doctors and you know it's just there they were to the point where like you're just gonna this is what you're gonna deal with the rest of your life and I didn't know that um People who have concussions or brain injuries are more likely to have another one, which scares the crap out of me. Um, Like you're like 90% more likely to have another one, like versus someone who's never even had one. I'm like, wow. So it it, it is crazy. But yeah, just as a 
free range parent, you know, it always scares me because my kids are falling all the time. Like they're hopping over things and jumping over things and ramping their bikes and like all this crap. And, you know, there is such a, again, back to the whole anxiety thing. There is such a balance between like helicopter parent and free range parent. And, oh my gosh, do I need to take him to the emergency room? And now eh, maybe they'll be all right. They're still pretty malleable. Like, oh my right. gosh, trying to find the balance of all that. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Did you have one more thing you want to say? Um, I may have, but it's gone now. So <laughs> this is another another side effect. We never like we her and I, Missy and I, cut each other off because that thought's never coming back. <laughs> nope, never, never. It's gone. Um. Okay, so I hope you found this interesting. I hope that you see how this not just concussions, but any kind of ailment you know, might be able to be tied into homesteading and you might be able to just start to bring more clarity and purity to your body um, just by cooking your own food and growing your own food and raising your own food and that kind of thing. So next week we'll be back. Um, We decided not to do series anymore. So I hope no one's upset about that. Um, We, we have a schedule out for the rest of the year. So we're excited to bring you a, a variety of topics that we think are just like really interesting and, and tie into homesteading in our lives. And so we hope that you'll join us next week. And yeah, that's it. We'll see you later. Bye, friends.